This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. All right, uh, welcome back uh, to the Right Hook. Philip Malloy's popped in to see me uh, to talk movies and television. And um, I thought, really, that the era of the war film is, was over, certainly the kind of World War II war film, and now it's back in spades. Well, yeah, well, it's certainly this, there's no way we're near over. Um, okay, today, actually, today, Wednesday, we have a movie called Fury Opening, opening and Fury is, is basically, it's a, a tank battle movie. Uh, you get a caption at the beginning of it, set in uh, April 1945. Um, the Allies um, have broken through, they're closing in on Berlin, and Hitler has declared all out warfare, men, women, children going against the Allies. So that's one. Then in November we have The Imitation Game. The Imitation Game is the Alan Turing story, which I think and I hope, it, I really hope it, lots of very good uh, This was the greatest code breaker yes, the game all, I've ever of, seen. Of yeah. all time. Uh, he, and Churchill said that he made the, the single most single b- biggest contribution of any individual to uh, the victory in the war. And, uh, and then of course in the 1950s he was found to be homosexual and they they sterilized him and uh, they sent him to prison. And then and there's one called Unbroken, which is uh, the story of this man, Louis Zamperini, um, who I think it was the 1936 Olympics. Yeah, Berlin took, Olympics. Then, yeah. yeah, he took part in. Then uh, he was shot down uh, over the Pacific. He was in a, 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 a Japanese prisoner war camp for two years. And it's that story. And it's directed by Angelina Jolie. And they're talking about it as being a movie well, with Oscar potential. OK, taking them in reverse yeah. sequence. Mm. Um, the, the, the Zamperini story, I mean, how do you make it other than another Japanese prisoner of war story? Well, I presume the prisoner of war thing will be at the centre of it. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, the answer, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Of those three, all I've seen, I'm seeing um, the imitation game next week. All I've seen so far is Fury. Um, but, OK, it's a biopic. Um, in fact, he died recently and she actually brought a copy of the movie to his hospital and showed it to him before right, he died. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, the Alan Turing thing stands out really I've, because... I find that really fascinating. Yes, say, because yeah. it's not a war film no, in no, the no, no, sense. No. It is... It is that, 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 and I don't think you can find... I don't think you find a person who would disagree yeah. that... Without touring, uh, you might have had a different result in yeah. World War Two. I mean, he was well before his time, wasn't he? He was oh, a yeah. mathematician. He was into computers. He effectively, in, you know, made the computer. computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So extraordinary man. So that is... And again, and by the way, most people remember it, but last Labour government, um, um, Gordon Brown, didn't he, didn't, didn't they pardon him, for want yes. of a better word? Yeah. For want of a better yeah, word. Yeah. And then uh, it, it, the one and, you, and, you've and, Seen and, Fury. And, and then Fury. And it's just it, yeah, brutal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very, very brutal. Um, but, I mean, it has lots of good things going for it as well. But uh, we talked a few weeks ago, we were talking about, remember we were, we were talking about Patton, and we were talking, and there's a, a Francis Ford Coppola commentary on the Blu-ray version of Patton, in which he actually talks about tank warfare at the time. And he explains, and he goes into it in quite good detail, he explains that um, the... 
and, and this, the, the, the tank at the center of this thing is a Sherman tank and uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a five-man unit in the tank and basically that's what they do in the war. They go around, use the tank. But he, he actually explained at that time that, um, that the uh, Shermans, the Allied tanks, were, uh, were powered by gasoline and the Germans were powered by diesel. So and this was an enormous advantage to the Germans. Well, the biggest advantage was if you took a hit in, a, yeah. in an Allied tank and, because it was petrol, it went yeah. up. It, it, and you see a good bit. You, you actually see a good bit of that in Shuri. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's um, it, it's out today. Um, I would say you know people should have a look at it, but it is it is brutal. Um, right from the very beginning, uh, when uh, this character played by Brad Pitt actually attacks a Nazi and stabs him again and again in the eye socket, and it's very it's it's bloody and and brutal. And one of the things about it is that they've said. Now, the producer has said, and I, I actually have an interview with the director, which is on the picture show this week. Uh, they what say, time on Saturday? Sa- sa- Saturday night, just after the six o'clock news. Okay. Uh, the picture show uh, presented uh, by Philip Yeah, Roy. Yeah, but one, one of the things um, that they say is that after, you know, in the, at the end of the 40s and into the 50s, basically they began to clean up uh, representation of the Second World War, Hollywood did. And this basically uh, references, they say, this references history and not Hollywood's history of the... Of the All right, thing. okay. It, therefore, this seamlessly leads you in to what you like to do best... <laughs> Tell me the 10 best war films of all time. Well, okay. What I've done is I've given you a list of war films. I've given you a quote there, by the way, which I find interesting. It's from a book called The Evolution of the War Film Genre. It's written by a guy called Pete Mason. And he claims that the temperament, emotional stance and political leaning of each era of war films offers a window into the mindset of the times. I don't believe that, I have to say. All right. uh, At number 10. At number 10, uh, we have, and actually th- there was a, a part of this was shot in this country, by the way. Correct. Yeah. And the Big Red One. It's The Big Red One, uh, uh, starring Lee Marvin, uh, directed by the great, the wonderful, the incomparable Sam Fuller. Um, and, uh, the Big so, Red One, referring to the American First Division, was yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's okay. right. So that's that. Number at, at number two then, I, or sorry, that's number 10. At number nine, I have uh, The Deer Hunter. Took Hollywood a while to get around to tackling the Vietnam War because, as you know, the Vietnam War was enormously, yeah. enormously controversial. But right. they did eventually in 1978, and this movie emerged. Downfall, which I think is a riveting. Uh, and uh, what number did you put Downfall? Downfall is eight. Well, you're about seven places below where okay. it should be. Okay, I, I think it's come a, on, defend yeah, that. Okay. Defend how you're putting Downfall. Would you relax? I heard you I last. Actually. I heard you last week having a go at someone here on Friday. Would you go for him? Would you? Have a take his head off. Um, I, I think that I think it's a wonderful movie. But the, the thing is, okay. First of all, I've only got ten here. Okay, right. and 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 I think that they all have their place. They all have a, a sort of justification. I actually could make a case for putting that up to number three. Yeah, I could. Yeah, too. okay. Number seven. So, so number seven then is is as the Dirty Dozen, which I think is 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 one of the cinema's best sort of man on a mission, men on a mission stories. Now, after that, number six. You may disagree with this, but I love this movie. Okay, it's Run Silent Run. 
deep. I wanted to put a submarine movie in there. I haven't obviously put it in that boat. This was directed by um, uh, uh, Robert Wise, who was a great editor and had a, a very strong cast. It was made by Burt Lancaster's company at the time, and it holds up remarkably well. I tend to love 50s black and white movies. With the great Clark with Gable. With the great Clark Gable, absolutely. I, I, I actually don't quarrel yeah. with that, although I find it difficult yeah. that it probably because like you're you're such a mm. kind of conservative, you only include English speaking <laughs> films. You probably left Das Boat out on the basis of it was in no. German no, and had subtitles. I didn't. You no. can't leave no, Das Boat no. out okay. of the list. Well I I just have I just have a lifelong sort of fondness for this movie. I just love it. I think yeah. I saw it in the cinema palace in Wexford when I was about four and a half. Yeah, so. they, <laughs> Downfall was a token uh, a German film. Number so, five. Yeah, number five is the crew. We'll see. Great call. Wonderful. Great wonderful. Call. Jack, uh, Jack, uh, Jack Hawkins film uh, from about, again, it was it 1956, 57. Wonderful book, The Cruel It's a very good book, yeah. yeah it's a yeah, wonderful yeah. book. It's a bit uh, 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 kind of the Irish censors would have had a problem with it. There's some kind of, there's bits of sex in it. Was ah. they, the Irish censor wouldn't I was, have read I was again to wonder why you'd read it. No, yeah. but it's a wonderful book. Okay, then number four, I have Schindler's List. And I think no matter what is said of Spielberg, Hollywood, uh, uh, Hollywood's attitude to the war, this is an exceptional depiction of the Holocaust. Why, why was Nixon denied an Oscar for that? I don't know, but uh, to tell you the truth, if I was given anyone, any of the actors, an Oscar for it, I would have given it to Ray Fiennes because uh, I just thought he was oh. he was shudder inducing as the German villain. Was, I remember, yeah, yeah. remember picking off Goite, Goite, yeah, 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 picking picking off um, prisoners sitting in a chair picking yeah, off yeah, prisoners. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So, yeah, okay. I we've talked about it again and again, and I think it's you know it's the epitome, the great sort of anti-war film, um, Kubrick's uh, masterful Paths of Glory. Now, just to say, yeah. Paths of Glory should be one, Downfall should be two, Schindler's List should be three. Okay, that's your view. Okay, that's well, my I'm, ta- I'm talking about my view now. Okay? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, number two well, is it's your show. Number two is <laughs> number two is, is Saving <laughs> Private Ryan, and no, number one is Apocalypse Now. And I think that no movie, absolutely no movie, depicts the uh, madness of war as cogently as as as, as 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 well organized in as well organized a way as apocalypse. I'm now. going to give you one now yeah. and like you'll do your usual throw your hands up in horror stuff, but I'm going to give it to you. Go ahead. Twelve o'clock high. I'm not throwing my hands up in horror. In fact, it, Gregory Peck. Yeah, yeah. I th- and it's not just Gregory Peck. The, and the guy, the ball guy that you always refer to and can't remember his name. In Bad Day of Black Rock, yes. he was the sheriff. Yes. What's his <laughs> name? He was in White Christmas with Danny yeah, Kaye. What's his Rodney. name now? <laughs> Dean Jagger. Dean Jagger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. He's in it, actually. Yeah. yeah. In, fa- in fact, he, he tells the story, doesn't he? Or he, he does. Re- he recounts he tells the, story. the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he comes to the, the, after the war to the base and there's grass growing now yeah. on the runways yeah. and everything and he talks about it. Yeah. And it's about low-level bombing, isn't that what it's well, about? Well, it's about American daylight bombing, bombing. Yeah. because the British copped on that, like, you know, you've better, you're better chance of surviving at night. Yeah. But the Americans, as usual, like Bravo stuff, so, went yeah. in daylight and got blown out of the air. Yeah. And I, I thought, I like... I think Gregory Peck has always been underrated, mm. but I thought that was a, the, your point about apocalypse. Now, really, mm. it also demonstrated like 
the, the awfulness award. These yeah. guys were getting into planes and then anybody who dared to kind of crack up. Do you remember? Yeah. He put them in the yeah. dirty plane tobacco or something yeah. he called it. Do you remember that? Yeah, too. Yeah. And I thought that was great. It was a wonderful supporting cast. Yeah, and also, like, it's surprising. All Quiet in the Western Front didn't get a mention by you. Lewis Milestones. Mm. I said I had 10, okay. Yeah, but I mean, you managed to sneak in the dirty dozen. Oh, all, all, um, all Quiet on the Western Front, what, 1930, was it? Um, Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was, I mean, there's loads of others in there, and, and hopefully some of our listeners will, will pick me up on some. Where do you stand on uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Uh, well, again, what it's, was it, Mr. It's Who? Mr. Lawrence. It's, yeah, Mr. Lawrence. It, yeah. Um, in some ways, um, I don't think David Bowie was properly cast in it. Right. Um, and uh, I, I, the, the thing that lives on best about that, I think, is the main theme, the music in mm. it, which was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and and did you not, uh, did you not like uh, Bridge on the River Kwai? Yes, I did like Bridge. On yeah, the River. that must have been eleven. If these are ten, yeah. Bridge on the River Kwai must be okay, eleven. Okay, okay. I should probably have put Bridge on the River Kwai in it about number seven or eight. All right, now I did just some fella here saying, "What about where eagles there, Alan?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, I that's a, you, you know, I know you can scoff and scoff away, but that's a very well liked movie. An awful lot of it people. Like well. I like it. Yeah. Oh, but I like your one. Do you remember she yes. used to be? What was her Ingrid name? Ingrid Pitt. Ingrid Pitt. Anyway, I got a list of ten here: Deer Hunter One, Downfall Two, Tin Red Line. Stalingrad, that's a very good call. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Yeah. Cross of Iron, another very oh, good God. call. Well, okay, now I, I have to hold my hands up here because I'm a huge, huge, huge Peckinpah fan and I should have probably tried to squeeze <laughs> that in as well. Schindler's List, Das Boat, Big Red One, Apocalypse Now, and Coming Home, Jim, Jim's Ten. Apart, well, apart from Coming Home, I think that's a very good list. Yeah, what was Coming Home? Coming remember? Home is the one, the Jane Fonda one. Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Bruce Dern plays her husband. You've left out Full Metal Jacket, Enda said. Where is Platoon? Um, a I, lot of Cross of Iron fans, I yes. must say. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of Platoon ones. Yeah, okay. Platoon, again, is... I remember actually um, interviewing Oliver Stone at his home in San Diego, um, at the time that that came out, and um, he was he he talked about how he had set up a boot camp in the Philippines for six weeks before they ma- made it, and how he'd actually trained the actors as soldiers for the movie. And yeah, Stone was was I, I he, Stone has his critics, but I I am a big admirer. Well, of his. I, I, and he talked. Just let me tell you, he did two tours of duty in Vietnam, and he told me that he returned from Vietnam psychopathic. He said I was a psychopath when I came back. Really? They had turned him into a killer. And he claimed anyway, this may be just one of these big sort of expansive claims that Oliver Stone tends to make, but he claimed that the New York Film School, where Martin Scorsese was one of his lecturers, saved him. All right, okay. Mm. Uh, I, you may have to leave um, the program uh, with the, because the the cross of iron uh, fraternity uh, is fraternity, it? yeah. And Gallipoli fails to make it, and then actually, I I wouldn't have it in the list, but I only watched it two nights ago. Why, George? For the love of God, not a mention of Van Ryan's Express. <sighs> no, that wouldn't have made my list. No, no, wouldn't no. have made my no, hundred. No, although you know. It's okay. 
I thought right, Tre- Trevor Howard yeah. was totally over the top. Yeah. Sinatra never looked uh, by the grace of Congress a gentleman. No, you know, no, he didn't. But the thing about Sinatra was, and he apparently he would never do more than one or two takes. Um, and uh, but the thing about him was, he was just a natural actor. He was a great actor, George. No, I don't deny yeah, it. Yeah. I thought his greatest, and it, didn't he get an Oscar Maggio. for it? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? Yes, he did. From here to eternity. From here to eternity. Mm. I thought he was magnificent. Best and he and he his career was in the doldrums, seriously in the doldrums. And he was married to Eva Gardner at the time, and both she and him were supposed to have conducted a campaign to get him that part in the movie. And of course, uh, his life was transformed as a result of it. Listen, Cecilia Hearn must be worth a fortune. Well, I mean, that's only her. That's only her second movie. What you're talking about is another film out today. It's a very typically incredible, I think, romantic comedy. It's called Love, Rosie, and it's based on one of her books, and it's out today. It's it's only the second book. Uh, P.S. I Love You was the first one of hers that's been made into it. And was it good? No. No, uh, that's that's one. Then there's an impressive Kickstarter-backed Australian-made psychological horror film called Badaduke. Uh, then there's the the long-awaited Serena with uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. And there's a very flat. There's a big, a lot of criticism of it in the Guardian today. This very flat Jimi Hendrix biopic called. Um, uh, all is by my side. That's what it's called. And then there's this new animated film, uh, The Book of Life. They're all out this week. Uh, the the uh, there's just one other one I wanted to mention, and it's called uh, This Is Where I Leave You, and it has a big sort of ensemble in it. But it's about first of all, it's about this fa- this this this. Okay, the wife of this guy who at the beginning of it, a Jewish man at the beginning of it, he dies and uh, he has he has asked in his will that the family come together for seven days after his his funeral. So they live together for seven days after the funeral. Now, the thing, two things about this, first of all, is there's a a gorgeous performance, comic performance by Jane Fonda as the mother of the house. She's wonderful in it. As his Jewish mother. As the Jewish mother. Yeah. And then there is there is then. The great, and he only has four or five scenes in it. The great Timothy Oliphant. He's really? so, Timothy Oliphant has a supporting I've role. I've justified. In it. Yes, has a supporting role in it, and he's just so magnetic. The screen lights up. I think whenever he comes, in. I'm biased. I love him. I think Deadwood is one of the greatest television series of all time, and I think he's great in in this. I, oh, listen! Have you heard? Uh, I mean, horror of horrors. Yeah. I'm, I'm broken hearted. This oh. is. I'm, I'm as broken hearted now. I know what you're going to say. Kalinda, bro- Kalinda is leaving the good wife. Yes. Uh, well, one of the things we've always said on this program, and uh, and you know we've discussed it again and again, is we've always said that the characters in The Good Wife are strong enough. Generally, the maybe the top six characters are strong enough to have their own series. Isn't that right? Oh yes, you know, Carrie, uh, for instance, the young, the young yeah. guy who's. In but but Kalinda, when Kalinda comes on the screen, mm. something happens. No, that's true. That's true. There's uh, no question. Yeah. Not just because she always wears boots and leather skirts mm. and all that, but but there but, is but, something. Yeah, well, just to explain to people what's happened is that she's leaving after this, the sixth series, and she's doing a pilot for her own show, for a new show. Now, not a Kalinda show, but in a, a separate series in the the new year. So the expectation, she's doing it with 20th Century Fox, the expectation is that she'll move on to something. I hope it'll be as as good, as well written, as well developed as The Good Wife. Now, my favorite film reviewer after your good self yes. is A.A. A. Gill. Oh, 
Yes, sorry, I'll say nothing about that. Why? I think he's awful. Oh, I see, right, okay. A.A. Gell. And he thinks the Nick is rubbish. Well, I, 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 again, I fully understand why he's he has no values. He's useless. <laughs> he's just, no he's, values. He's useless as a, as a critic. Okay, first of all, let's explain to people. Um, the Knicks started last week, and it's back. The second episode is on tomorrow night, and it's it's it's. We actually discussed you. You said when when we raised it a few weeks ago, you said another medical drama, and I was saying to you that it's set in New York in 1900. Now, just let me explain to you about the, the value of that setting. George, um, at that time, 60,000 gallons of horse urine every day were deposited on the streets of New York. Over two million pounds of horse manure were actually deposited. So this was the, the, life, expect, the life expectancy of a cab horse was three years. And every day, on average, they, 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 they scooped up 41 cab horses off the streets of New York. And obviously, with all this manure and so on, you've got to fly all over the place. Sure. The flies carried typhoid. And so the, 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 you would talk about actually uh, frontline medicine. You were right up against it. Um, at, so you liked it? I loved it. I oh, really, did yeah, I did love well, it. Well, I can get it I'm, with I'm a ketchup. Big, I'm a big fan of Clive Owen anyway. And the interesting thing, by the way, just to, to, to tell people was that Okay, it was created by these two guys who basically uh, have done a situation comedy up to now. And one of them apparently bought a, a collection of medical books on eBay. And he found all this stuff. Um, and what he did was he wrote a pilot. And you remember, a lot of people remember that Steven Soderbergh was uh, threatening uh, to go on a sort of hiatus, an extended hiatus at that stage. He read the script and he basically, and what he did was he directed the first 10 episodes of this and they've renewed it now for a second series. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I can get it on catch up. Yeah, have a look at it and see. What I'll you have think. a look at it yeah. and tell you what I yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's by the way there's a query there from someone about. Well, we'll do the query in the minute. Yeah. Okay, okay. We're going to a break and you have a competition, have you? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Maybe people will tell us. Hopefully they will tell us who this is. My mind is a raging torrent. Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Now, oh, that's great. Uh, now that is wonderful. That is now uh, Charlie Chaplin. Nah, that's the uh, great Peter great. Sellers. No, no, no. Uh, Robin Williams. That's the, these are some of the answers. Anthony Hopkins. No, I bet you we have it right though. All the hundreds got it right. Great, it was. Harvey Corman, who plays the secretary, the governor's secretary in Blazing Saddles, and he's just wonderful in it. It was one of three movies that he did with Mel Brooks. The other one, uh, the other two are High Anxiety, which I think is an underrated spoof of Hitchcock movies, and The History of the World Part One. Um, thing about him, by the way, just to say quick, quickly, the thing about him was that he had a huge television career, and he won four Emmys for the kind of sketch comedy that he specialised in on the Carol Burnett show on American television. That was one of those uh, variety programs, American variety programs, enormously successful in America, but really didn't travel okay. outside America. Now, um, what was Harvey Corman's name in Blazing Saddles, the secretary? 
Hadley Lamar. Yeah, Hadley Lamar. That's brilliant. I thought. You know? Did you not know? Did you know that? No, but oh, John yeah. Horn of Inchicore, yeah. who wins yeah. the Netflix yeah. subscription, uh, did. Now, Hedy, I, uh, got now I'm, I'm reading oh, okay. um, the second John Wayne autobiography. Yes. Uh, not autobiography, yeah. biography. Uh, it's the second one. The first one was all nice about Wayne, and the, the second, second one, one is, is nice. nice. But there was a very interesting story. Um, there was a, you remember the fight uh, in, um, was it she wore a yellow ribbon where Wayne's son is 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 in in a fight with a small little ball. Yeah, yeah. He was a stuntman. Uh, the little and, ball fella. Yeah. Yeah. And he was married to Yvonne Di Carlo and he lost his leg in a stunt oh. and sued MGM. And then MGM not only fought the the claim, but they made sure that Ivan Di Carlo never worked again. Oh. And then Ivan Di Carlo's flat broke, and she takes a job in television just for the money. And it was the the monsters. The monsters yeah. And of course, she did brilliantly on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she was the head of the monster clan. Yeah. yeah, which was you know a collection, I suppose, of monsters. Yeah. Um, and by the way, just uh, the thing I wanted to say was the that... The query. Okay, yeah, the query is Brian Tierney. He said he saw Blad Day at Black Rock on television for the first time recently. I think it's been running on Sky and he loved it. And what do you and I uh, think of it? What well, I think the great thing, much maligned, are old movies. Yeah. Because there's a whole generation of people coming along who haven't seen them. Yeah, but, but, and they suddenly but, but, see yeah, them. Yeah, but let, let's not go for old movies. There's just a, an absolutely span, great span of movies, okay? The 20th century art and entertainment form going back to the 20s, okay? Yeah. And it's all there for you. And I think people, that gets up my nose, people who, who decry black and white movies. I think they're cutting off their nose despite their face. There's so many people refer to, for instance, on the, on the list that we've had, people refer to the train. Remember the train, George, as a war In movie. black and white. In black and white. A <laughs> great movie. But anyway, just to, to reply to Brian Tierney about Bad Day at Black Rock. Um, one of the things you might notice about it, Brian, is is that it's shot in Cinemascope. Cinemascope was this anamorphic um, uh, process developed, uh, by the way, by 20th Century Fox in 1953 for what movie, George? The, the robe, robe, the robe with Richard Burton the, and Victor Mitchell. Absolutely, the Thank robe, uh, the robe, and, and and what was happening at that stage was television was grading, making great inroads into uh, movie audiences, and uh, and and one of the things that Hollywood was doing obviously was trying to find ways to counter that. So they came up with this widescreen process. The, uh, uh, the uh, um, it was so successful, um, developed by 20th Century Fox. Eventually, 20th Century Fox started then to hire it out, hire the process out to other companies. And and Bad Day at Black Rock was the first white cinemascope movie made by MGM. And it was shot, by the way, at a place called Lone Pine in San Diego County in California. Do you know? Have you heard of Lone Pine? Over 400 movies. I heard Lauren Hardy singing about it. <laughs> the train of the lonesome pine. OK. <laughs> and, uh, All right. And, and it was 400 movies and over 100 uh, television shows shot there. And it's, okay. it's a very striking place. OK. To be okay. continued next, next Wednesday, okay. Philip Malloy. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.